Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 44 of History of Spotlight on Once Upon a Mattress. Woo! Yay! Final episode uh, of Fairy Tale February 2022. Yes, and this will probably be uploaded in uh, March. A couple days. In March. <laughs> it, will be, it will be for sure March, yeah. um, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, so quick synopsis. So it's based off Princess, Princess of the Pea. Um, so many moons ago in a far-off place, uh, Queen Agravane decreed no couples could marry until her son, Prince Dauntless, found a bride. Princesses came from far and wide to win the hand of the prince, but none could pass the impossible test given to them by the queen. That is, until the shy swamp princess, Winifred the Wobegon, showed up. Uh, would she be able to pass the sensitivity test, marry her prince, and help Lady Larkin and Sir Harry to the altar? Carried on a wave of uh, wonderful songs by... Uh, Carried on a wave of wonderful songs by turns hilarious and raucous, romantic and melodic, this rollicking spin on a classic tale for the princess of the pea uh, provides some side-splitting shenanigans. For after all, princess is a delicate thing. You definitely tell her it's copied and pasted that I have not read it until now. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my stuff is copy and pasted. Me too. It's okay. It shouldn't be, but... <laughs> it's, it is. It is. We're doing for... things going on. No, there's so many things going on. You're, yeah, you're, you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah, if the like copyright police comes to me, it's just like we're not yeah. making money off of it. Come exactly. On. Yeah. Um. So what we did you research? This is one of our own. Yeah. yeah. What did you research for this? Um. I researched the uh, original uh, version of the Princess and the Pea. Um. I didn't really have anything else other than that because mm-hmm. it's another Hans Christian Andersen story. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we know him yeah we've we've done him before last year and we also repeated some of our research on him uh earlier with uh frozen and i forgot what we did mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's this is going to be a, a quick episode just a, a forewarning yeah because we are tagged um, so uh the sources that i got um about this uh was gilead Org, which made me start thinking about the handmaid's tale which got me really <laughs> uncomfortable and then, is, um, then we have uh wikipedia of course um and then so yeah i'll just get mm-hmm. into it uh the princess and the pea is a danish fairy tale written by hans christian Andersen and was published in tales told for children first collection in 1835 it is classified as ATU 704, The Princess and the Pea in the Arne Thompson Uther Index. I think we discussed why there was another name mentioned in it last year. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anderson stated that he had heard the story as a child, but it is not a commonly known Danish tale like mm-hmm. before then. So it is hypothesized that he may have heard the Swedish version called The Princess Who Lay on the Seven Peas. <laughs> All right. Um, it's, upon... such a, it's such a weird story. <laughs> it is. And it has, and like, this is the reason why I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's like, upon its initial publishing, critics disliked Anderson's tale due to, quote unquote, the informal, chubby style and the lack of morals. So there's not really a moral for the story other than what I found, what they thought was the moral go. Oh, so uh, study.com says that the possible moral for it is that little things make a big difference. Uh, okay. I think they have mm-hmm. a weird way of showing that. So I'm yeah. not going to really accept it. 
um so it's like it's only <laughs> relevant to like one part of the like yeah. in in like the yeah it's that's like weird <laughs> insomniacs unite or i don't know yeah so uh the princess and the pea so once upon a time there was a prince who wanted to marry a princess but she'd have to be a real princess he traveled all over the world to find one but nowhere could he get what he wanted there were princesses enough but it was difficult to find out whether they were real ones there was always something about them that was not as it should be so he came home again and was sad for he would have liked very much to have a real princess Okay, this is, this is not my writing. This is the, like, direct writing of mm-hmm. the actual thing. Yeah. Um, I would never write this way. Uh, one evening, a terrible storm came on. There was, a th- there was thunder and lightning and rain poured down in torrents. Suddenly, a knocking was heard at the city gate, and the old king went to open it. It was a princess standing out there in front of the gate. But good gracious, what a sight the rain and the wind made her look. The water ran down from her hair and her clothes. It ran down to the toes of her shoes and out again at the heels. And yet she said that she was a real princess. We'll we'll soon find that out, said the old queen. But she said nothing, went into the bedroom, took all the bedding off the bedstead and laid a pea on the bottom. Then she took 20 mattresses and laid them on the pea and then 20 ate her down... This is another thing where I've copied and pasted and I have not read it. Um, and then 28 are down beds on top of the mattresses. On this, the princess had to lie all night. In the morning, she was asked how she had slept. Oh, very badly, said she. I have scarcely closed my eyes all night. Heaven only knows what was in the bed, but I was lying on something hard so that I am black and blue all over my body. It's horrible. Now they knew that she was a real princess because she had felt the pee right through. <laughs> she had felt the pee right through the twenty mattresses and the twenty eider down beds. Nobody but a real princess could be as sensitive as that. Mm-hmm. So the prince <laughs> took her for his wife, and now he knew that he had a real princess. And the pee was put in a museum where it may be still seen if no one has stolen it. There. That's a true story. And it's just so weird. They could have told it in such a better way. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I think it might just be a translation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the adaptations in 1927, The Princess and the Pea Opera, written by German composer Ernst Toch, was met with great praise. Um, and then in 1959, the musical stage production Once Upon a Mattress, starting Carol Burnett, came out. The musical was later revived in 1997 with Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, there was a television adaptation in an episode of Fairy Tale Theater in 1984 with Liza Minnelli. But no matter like how many adaptations they do, like all of them remain pretty close to the text mm-hmm. or the original text. Um, there are also similar stories to The Princess and the Pea. There is Seneca the Younger. Uh, oh wait, no, Seneca the Younger mentioned. The legend of a Sybaris native who slept on a bed of roses but suffered due to one petal having folded over. A medieval Perso-Arabic legend of Al-Nadira where she couldn't sleep due to a myrtle leaf sticking to her skin. And for some reason, she got executed because of that. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> huh, kind of okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, in 11th century, Kathasarit Sagara by Somadeva 
Samadeya. Sorry, I've got like the little. Samadeya discussed how a young man slept on top of seven mattresses, but awakens to an angry red mark on his back due to a hair being found on the bottom most mattress. Yeah. (laughs) So. Wow. (laughs) He hypersensitive. Um, Yeah, that's basically all I've got. Cool. Okay, so the characters. So we have Prince Dauntless, the son of the son of Queen Agravain and King Sextimus, uh, who is slightly childlike, uh, but easily falls in love with the princess, just as he has with the many that have come before. Uh, princess Winifred, the princess that comes from the swamp, who is brought to the castle by Sir Harry. She is also childlike and also much less refined than the rest of the castle's residents. She is far out of where the kingdom had researched the princesses before, but Sir Harry was noble enough to travel to find one like her. Uh, Queen Agravain, uh, the wife of King Sextimus, who makes every princess take this extremely hard test she creates. She is arrogant and full of herself, and in constant disagreement with the king, despite his not being able to talk. Um, king Sextimus, um, a cursed husband of Queen Agravain, who was just make love with another woman, which all just turns into a game of sorts. Um, he communicates via hand gestures before he speaks and allows for the princess, princess to be married. Um, the minstrel, the narrator of the musical, who helps the king and jester many times, and all are very good friends. Uh, he's also very clever in his way of getting things, but is kind and smart with the way he does it. Uh, the jester, a complicated character of sorts, who is meant to be funny, but instead is more sad or annoying than humorous. Uh, this jester is a great friend of the king minstrel and translates to the king frequently. Uh, Sir Harry, the normal knight of the kingdom, who is love- in love with Lady Larkin. Uh, he is the one friend who searches for the Princess Winifred after passing the mountain in the Badlands. His true reason for bringing the Princess of the Kingdom was so that he and Lady Larkin could be married, as well as the rest of the kingdom. Uh, Lady Larkin, the fairy kind and refined nobility who wishes to be married with Sir Harry and encourages his child. She believes at first that Princess Winifred was a chambermaid and still voiced as she did afterwards. Uh, she attempts to escape the kingdom after breaking up with Sir Harry for a night, but returns to him and they fall in love with again. Um, and the wizard, a very quiet person who usually keeps to himself, although he is basically the queen's minion and puts her tests for the princesses in action. He does like the jester and the minstrel, though, and they bond over the jester's father and other things, and then proceeds to tell her and the minstrel of the test idea. Cool. Um, so uh, music is by Mary Rogers, lyrics by uh, Marshall Bearer, and book by Jay Thompson, Marshall Bearer, and Dean Fuller. So Mary Rogers, she wrote the um, the novel uh, Freaky Friday, because apparently it was a book originally. I didn't know that. Um, and then she also wrote The Mad Show, um, which is a musical based on Mad Magazine. Um, yeah, I've heard it's really good, though. Um, and yeah, so she's really cool. Um, then Marshall Bearer uh, worked on um, musical productions of Ziegfeld Follies and Around the World in 80 Days um, as well as this show. Oh. So yeah, and then for the cast we have uh, Carol Burnett. Um, I don't know her too much just because she's a little bit older. Um, at least I, I wouldn't really know her from too much. Um, all I know her is from Glee. Um, <laughs> but she uh, yeah, so she she had the Carol Burnett show. She's like a groundbreaking comedian. Um, she, uh, yeah, so she was my mattress. She played, I think she played, um, uh, Winifred, I believe. Oh, let's make sure I'm not right. Um, 
I think she was Winifred. Um, just not say over the PDH, okay. Um, but yeah, she's just extremely talented and groundbreaking and I should know who she is. <laughs> um, oh, she was part of the, <laughs> she was part of the Betty White celebration, the 100th birthday. Mm. Oh my God. Um, she plays Cheryl Burnett in Toy Story 4, which is very funny. Um, she is Miss Hagen in Annie in 1982. Um, Sesame Street. Okay, she's done a lot. Um, look up the girl, Burnett. I'm sure you'll know who she is. <laughs> um, Sarah Jessica Parker, um, Sex and the City, Sex and the City 2, um, Sex and the City, the TV show that is the original, um, and the new one, and just like that. Um, Loose, she was rusty in that. Um, she was in Glee as well, um, for one season, um, or like not even full season, just three episodes. Um, yeah, she's just you should know who she is as well. Um, <laughs> on the unfortunate film, did you hear about the Morgans? I didn't, I didn't hear, I don't know that one. What? I don't know that one. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it's um, pretty bad. Oh, yeah. She was married to Matthew Roderick for a little bit. Um, I, they're still divorced. friends, aren't they? Uh, oh, are they still married? Uh, I thought that they were just, like, friends. I think they're still married. Oh. Right, because they were going to do that they, they were going to do that play, that musical on Broadway, um, or that play on Broadway, but then Broadway shut down. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, they, they were going to do Plaza Suite. Um, and it oh. supposedly opened yesterday, or it, supposed, it supposedly had previews open start yesterday. Um, don't know. Uh, it's a Neil Simon play. Uh, yeah. So, and then Jane, Jane Krakowski. Um, oh, yes, I know her. Yeah, she, I'm not sure who she was. I'm guessing she was uh, the, again, does not say who she was. It's very annoying. Um, how rude. How rude. Lady Larkin. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she was the other one. Um, yeah, so stage credits, Starlight Express, Grand Hotel, uh, Company, uh, What's on a Mattress, Funny Girl, uh, nine. Oh, she was in. She was Carla in nine. Damn, that's a good role. Um, she loves me. Uh, in twenty sixteen, Mrs. Pot, Mrs. Pot, Seventy the Beast. Okay, interesting. Uh, she was in Schmigadoon recently. She was. What I know her for mostly is uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I loved her in that. <laughs> uh, she's in Thirty Rock. I really need to watch Thirty Rock. I've heard it's really good. Um. Law and Order SVU, because she's a Broadway person. Broadway, yes. Yeah. Uh, Allie, Allie McBeal, um, Search for Tomorrow. She's been, she's been working for a while. Um, she's an Ice Age as Rachel the Sloth. I have not watched the original Ice Age. She's so a sloth. Yeah. Significant catcher. 
um yeah and that's about it um did you listen to the show uh one song i listened to it a little bit um but not that much um but i was gonna i I enjoyed it from what i was listening to yeah um it was serviceable yeah sorry i'm just gonna try to find this uh there we go um um what was the song uh i like the shy song yeah shy was good i liked it um i liked the um the swamps of home (laughs) um yeah i really i i wish i put more effort into this today (laughs) i Um, wish i cared (laughs) i yeah no i'm very as you can tell we're very tired um we're recording this right after the one before it um this might be a hot 20 minute episode um <laughs> Get the facts. so yeah is there anything else you want to say uh i can't remember if i was talking to you about it or because you watch cinema therapy right um a little bit but not too much okay because they just released their in encanto uh, oh my episode. god <laughs> and, I watched it and i was like this is my family i think <laughs> i need so to watch that. i need to watch that tonight i need to de-stress <laughs> Um, but I, I do have an 8 a.m. tomorrow, so. Oh. <laughs> Although, I mean, I don't sleep anyways, so it's fine. <laughs> I thought I only did 8 a.m.s when it was online exclusively. Yeah. Because then you could just roll out of bed and do it. But and also, that, that also led to me falling asleep a lot. This class, class is the class is very easy. Um, I'm getting 95 in it right now because oh. it's it's all modules. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I just need to put a little, little bit of effort into the writing, and then. Got 100% of the modules and I'll be fine. So, yeah, this is really a GPA booster. <laughs> yeah, my um, GPA is in free fall at the moment. I am trying to save it from free fall. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyways, um, thank you guys for listening to episode number 44 of his spotlight. I feel like it isn't even a full episode, but yeah, maybe we, we should. Mini soap, yeah, yeah. But it still counts as a full episode. Um, yeah. You yes. can't take that away from us. It's still <laughs> yeah. an episode. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see you uh, next week with whatever we are doing next week. Um, we haven't decided yet. We haven't decided yet. Um, we need to call. Maybe it should a... finally be one of the episodes that we've put off for so long. Yeah, we'll call a different time. I'm going to bed after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at it's just Spotlight. Um, find us on Twitter at History in the SP One. Um, email us at History in the Spotlight. Uh, History in the Spotlight at gmail.com. Email us all your thoughts, your opinions. You like the show, not like the show. Um, anything we should do in the future, check our backlog for what we've done in the past. Um, and we're also on Redbubble. Uh, so yeah, bye-bye. Bye.